It's like one of those things where you're like, yeah, the bad guy is the hot guy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And we're your best friends on the internet. Today, it's time for our April episode of Pop Culture Club, where we dive into everything we've been watching, reading, and listening to. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we'd love to have you join us on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram. We are at Megan and Wendy. We like your emails too. You can send them to us anytime, Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast for just $5 a month, you can join our Patreon community, where as a reward, you will get bonus podcast episodes from us. And there is a ton of back content there that you have access to for your $5 monthly subscription. Hey, I have an update on Patreon. Okay. I received a message from one of our patrons Mm -hmm. who mentioned Costco sells the Rao Marinara. Mm-hmm. in a two-pack for a very good price. I have purchased it there. It's still way more expensive, even at a Costco price, than a standard pasta sauce. Well, I'm, look at guys. We talk about pasta sauce and how freaking ridiculous expensive it is right now, except for like Ragu or Prego, right? I <laughs> so, think they're all a good price. It's the Rao that's like $9 a jar that we talk about. But it's delicious. Agree. Okay, Agree. you guys... This is the stuff we talk about at Patreon. Give the cause go. You shared some of your concerns for your upcoming Paris trip last week. Right. If you didn't hear the episode, I am I am headed to Paris and I am just transitioning out of this boot for my broken ankle. And I'm a little bit concerned about footwear. Yeah, I get it. So we got some great feedback. Most of it via Instagram DM. And one person says, please tell Wendy that a ton of people were wearing Nikes, Adidas, Vihas, New Balance, etc. when I went to Paris in January. I alternated between a pair of black Nikes and some Chelsea-style short boots. Yeah, after reading this, I realized like I need some Chelsea-style boots, but one of my feet is still super swollen. I, I'm not stuffing it into a boot. I would just be so uncomfortable. So I'm, I'm just going to wing it, to be honest. But didn't you feel good hearing like everyone's in sneakers? You're you're good. Yes, I just feel like when I went to Germany and Denmark 20 years ago, I remember somebody saying like, "Oh, you stick out like a tourist if you are wearing tennis shoes, right?" Because mm-hmm. jeans are so much cooler because they don't wear tennis shoes, I guess. But it sounds like Parisians are wearing tennis shoes. So I'm not going to worry about it. Well, also, I think 20 years ago, our options for a tennis shoe style shoe were so much more limited. Like we're not just looking at a plain white Reebok. They're very <laughs> in as an acceptable choice of footwear. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I'll, I'll keep you updated. I'll Next time we're, we're on, I will... Uh, and we'll let yeah, you know. Let how, us know what how it goes. <laughs> that was advice from Alex from Lori. She says, You always look great, Wendy. Jeans with a blazer, <laughs> pack a few lightweight sweaters to wear. But also, and I loved this tip and I need you to do it. Ones you can throw over your shoulders, over a jacket, or over a top. Stylish, easy layers. And she also reiterates, French peeps love cute sneakers. Are you su- what are you suggesting here? That Throw I need your to do what? Over your shoulders. My boobs are too big. <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll see. It's kind of cold there right now, so I, I imagine I'm going to be in a jacket quite a bit. And I plan on bringing sweaters and layering. So I'm telling you, one over your shoulders is going to be real cute when you get little 
little warm from walking for a long time. Okay. Inside an overheated museum. It's a good look. All right. Okay. And finally, a fellow broken ankle survivor says, highly recommend Wendy take her boot to Paris and or an air cast with hard sides. You can put it on and be supported. Also, boots are the answer for the boat ride. They're supportive, but not trainers. Yeah. Well, I'm going to let my doctor determine the boot situation. So yeah. I thought that was all very validating and affirming. I'm going to be honest. I liked all of those on your behalf. Thank you. More updates coming your way. You might remember five or six episodes ago, I talked about I was going to DIY some dry shampoo. And it turned your hair green. Yes, I remember. (laughs) Well, we never discussed that on the podcast. So I did purchase the supplies to DIY dry shampoo. And the supplies were arrowroot powder, which is a cornstarch replacement and had i known that i would have just bought cornstarch okay. <laughs> and yeah. french green clay powder which is a finely milled powder that you can add water to and create like a face mask with uh-huh and it does have a green tint but very mild and when i first used it it was fine but then i was like getting a little out of control with my dry shampoo and it did in fact turn my hair green so that was a no-go <laughs> Then I discovered another alternative option for the French green clay powder, which is an Aztec clay powder. You've probably seen it. It went very viral. People use it in their armpits to detox their armpits. Anyway. And put it on your hair. Multifunctional. I liked it. It didn't turn my hair green. But over the course of the day, I found that I didn't love the way my hair felt. Mm -hmm. So the follow-up is neither of those were a success. But in looking at a lot of the dry shampoo recipes, and I'm using air quotes here, A lot of them put that mask ingredient as optional. So here's what I'm going to do as my third and final test before I call this a fail. I'm going to try just the arrowroot powder in the puff spray bottle because it's like using a baby powder or cornstarch directly on your hair. But I like the delivery system because it's just a very light, fine mist. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to see if I like that. And if I do not, it's back to the chemicals. Listen, I just had a fantastic idea. Okay. Fan freaking tastic idea. What is it that you don't? What's the chemical that you are not happy with in the? I think it's benzene. Okay, hang on just a second. Okay, this is this is this is. I'm super hyped here. As we just talked about, I am going to France and City Pharma, which has mm-hmm. like. Okay, okay, okay. So I've been researching like all this French skincare that I should be purchasing while I'm there, yes. and I keep seen a product mentioned over and over again it's i don't know how to pronounce it chlorine k-l-o-r oh yeah they sell chlorine dry shampoo here okay but this the one i'm looking at is dry shampoo with oat milk award-winning plant-based ingredients and i'm thinking i should buy it for you because it's super cheap there is it really it's like super cheap there. Yeah, I want you to buy it. You report back. If you have room in your suitcase, I'd love some French dry shampoo. I'm telling you, let me know what you want because I'm going to the City Pharma and I'm going to get all the French stuff. And so make me look like one of your French ladies when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. That's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. I know. Second update I mentioned last week. That one of the things I'm into lately is summer planning, and I took it a step further, and I printed out monthly paper calendars because I needed to oh my God, see girl. my summer before me. 
Mm-hmm. Because a lot of what we have going on is we have a lot of maybes and we're waiting on information and we can't make decisions until we have information about several things and it's driving me bananas. I needed to see everything overlapping and how it might work together. You got a maybe calendar right now, huh? I got a maybe calendar. Every time we talk summer with my husband, out come my little calendars and I lay them out. <laughs> and he rolls his eyes. Okay, like, here, here's my concern for you, Megan. I know. Maybe I think you try to go into every summer controlling things and then midsummer you realize I just got to go with the flow and I see the ramp up of control happening here. Okay, let me push back on that. You are not wrong that I like to control summer. However, this is not a daily schedule of control. This is a the things that we don't know about are potentially my son has to attend a two week camp for a Mm -hmm. school project. Mm hmm. But there's three potential sessions, and we don't know, A, if he'll have to attend or get to attend, really, and B, which one he'll get to. So that's six whole weeks of summer. The kids both have camps that they want to attend, but I can't sign him up until I know if he's going to this other camp because I don't have the availability. We can't plan our family vacation. So it's less about I'm not doing a summer schedule. I know that doesn't work for me. But I do want to plan a vacation. I do want to get my kids in the activities they want to get into. That's mm-hmm. all I mean. And I okay. I needed to see when I put it in the calendar, I was like, oh, that is six weeks smack dab in the middle of the summer that we can't plan anything until we know what's going on with him. Well, when will you know? We don't know. That's the problem. They haven't given them a date. Like, it overlaps with the sleepaway camp he wants to go to, so I can't register him for that. It's just okay. a whole mess. I, I have, it's, you're making it a mess for yourself, and this is why. Because you should just tell him, look, it's going to be one or the other. Are either of these – is the school thing mandatory? Yes. It's mandatory in yes. the summertime? All right. Then you have to be like, look, that's a priority because it's mandatory. I get you want to go to this sleepaway camp, but that may not happen because you have this mandatory school event. Yeah, we've had that attend. conversation. Per week that ends up, you're giving up something. That's So he knows okay. that's the priority, and then we'll fill in whatever we can after the fact. I just don't like the waiting. The waiting is bullshit. I agree. The school should have the information available at this time. You're not just, the school is at fault here because like you're not just waiting around like, yeah, we don't do anything in the summer. Like they have to understand families make plans during the summer or working parents cannot get their children to where they need to be without having a plan. Do you hear what I'm saying? So push back on the school. Be like, we need to know now. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would love to. There's nothing I can do. It was a program he applied for and they haven't announced who's And they don't. they don't have any... Like ETA when they're announcing that stuff? According to him, no. And they have to do interviews. And one round of interview is mid-April. And the other, for the other portion of it, hasn't even been scheduled yet. So the answer is hopefully we'll know in April. But uh, we just don't. That's we lame. Just don't know. That's so, lame. And, and it's just stressing you out. Right? Yeah, it's just a lot of unknown. Anyway. You have another note here. It says... Something else I want to talk about, but I can't remember what it is right now. I dropped it in there because I knew I had another update and I was hoping it would come to me, but it hasn't. Okay. It'll come to me the second we stop recording. All right. All right. So talk to me about Water Talk. I have no idea what this is. Well, this is another edition of the Petty Complaint Department, and I would allow that this is the absolute pettiest complaint I will ever share. It's not even a complaint, but I have to talk about it. Okay. 
Water talk, if you're on TikTok, is this side of TikTok where people are, I use the phrase, making water. So they are all those little flavor packets that you put into your water. Like like electrolytes? Like that? Yes, mm-hmm. but they have them in a billion flavors. Like nerds, starburst, Gross. icy, all kinds of flavors. Mm-hmm. And people mix all these flavors to make fun flavored water and it's a very controversial side of tiktok because a lot of people are like why don't you just drink water and people are like because it's fun right Mm -hmm. and then they add like syrups to their water you're drinking coke especially i mean sure i'm sorry you're drinking like a soda absolutely but i am not a person who doesn't drink soda right i Mm -hmm. drink a soda too yeah it's just a fun thing right but Mm -hmm. here is the problem Every single one of those packets is a zero sugar packet. And the ones that don't have aspartame that say no artificial sweeteners have stevia in them. And look, I'm this special snowflake over here. I cannot have a single artificial sweetener. I can't have one. I can't have any of them. And mm-hmm. it bothers me. I don't even know if I would enjoy putting these waters, but I can't. And it really bugs me. Well, don't get mad at the people of TikTok with their water talk. You got to get mad at the people making these flavor that is where enhancers. Where my anger is directed. I'm not mad at the people. Of- <laughs> Write an email or get on Twitter and tell them to stop using artificial flavors because you can't consume their product. Just give me the sugar. Yeah, exactly. Like Olipop. Have you seen Olipop? My daughter loves it. Yes. Yeah, it's got stevia in it they're like not artificially sweetened yeah it is what's wrong with you people because stevia is natural is natural so that's how they can use the marketing but for someone like you who can't consume any of that is annoyed by that labeling i get it i get it i'm sorry i am aware this is not a real problem stick with your (laughs) coca-cola and your plain water and you there you go (laughs) don't do me wrong coke keep the sugar (laughs) i'm sorry i don't know anything about water talk i i do partake in the tiktok i like it a lot but i i look at very specific things over there i don't know anything about water talk well i don't recommend it (laughs) okay i don't know if i'd get irrationally irrationally mad no what's the word i'm looking for irrationally angry because i can't partake in something yes that's it (laughs) this is one of those lessons that you teach your children not everything is for everyone right right and with that let's take a quick break and come back with pop culture club we're back to talk april pop culture club what are you watching have you started watching Love is Blind yet? No, I've honestly, I've watched. I've what watched, is wrong with you? I'm it's watching going, a lot. <laughs> it's going to be over by the time. And then you're going to see all the spoilers on TikTok. And then you're going to be like, I don't want to watch it. I'll maybe catch up this week. You better catch up. Love is Blind. I don't know what season it is. I really like it. It's different than the previous seasons because I think you and I may have talked about this already. Once a like reality competition type show has been on a couple seasons then you have people who are going in with an agenda mm-hmm. and this is what i'm seeing here we have a villain we have agendas we have mean girls i kind of like it this season they're fighting for that screen time exactly mm-hmm. And they're doing things a little bit different. I'm not going to spoil anything. Basically, you can opt out before the wedding if you want to. 
Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait to the wedding day to be like, to say yes or no. Yeah. So I'm like, am I watching a dating show here then? Like, it's not like the premise is kind of, it's the same, but the ending is kind of different. Do you know what I'm throwing down? Yes. And I feel like maybe that's a cover your ass situation for Netflix. So they're not putting people in this position where they're potentially, they still could be, but humiliated on television because people mm-hmm. don't have an option to leave prior to that wedding. So right. if someone's really not feeling it, they could let the person know ahead of time. I mean, it is totally fine to have this show be Love is Blind where they meet in the pod situation like they're doing and then taking that to real life and seeing if it works in real life. You can completely eliminate the wedding portion of it, yes, in my opinion. There are parts of the wedding that feel mean to me mm-hmm. because you're having these people have a wedding and walking down the aisle not to know what the other person is going to say to them. That right. tough watch sometimes. Yeah, I think it would just be better if they just meet in the pods and then show like real life integration into like mm-hmm. what their real life looks like. But are we going to keep dating and see if we have something or are we done? Yeah, but maybe that's not like compelling to watch. I don't know. Maybe people want to see like the full, no, I don't want to marry you. And then the parents get pissed off and Mm -hmm. people run away and whatever. Yeah, I guess I kind of like that too. So I don't know. (laughs) Okay, what's next? (laughs) Over the weekend, I watched a three-part documentary on Netflix called Waco American Apocalypse. Mm -hmm. You know, I get that this isn't for everybody. But I find it very interesting, this whole Waco situation. I have mixed feelings about it because it was like a real shit show. Mm -hmm. And Paramount Plus did like a serialized drama in 2018. I remember watching it in 2020 when we were in lockdown. It stars Taylor Taylor Kitsch. Mm -hmm. Kitsch? You know that hottie from Friday Night Lights? Mm Mm-hmm. Does he play David Koresh? He does. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where you're like, you, the bad guy is the hot guy. Like, uh-huh. you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, like you? Yeah, exactly. Showtime just, I think, acquired that show because I was looking on Showtime last night and it's like brand new 2023. And I'm like, that's bullshit. This was made in 2018. Mm. But now they're saying it's like a new release. It's still available on Paramount Plus. So if you don't have Showtime, you can watch it on Paramount Plus. But Showtime is releasing a like a five-part aftermath series. And it's quite interesting because I did not realize until the Netflix documentary that the Oklahoma bombings that happened a year later after Waco were allegedly tied to this Waco situation. Uh, I did not know that either. Yeah. So I'm interested to watch this five-part aftermath series, like what took place after the tragedies at Waco occurred. Mm -hmm. Anyway, is that something you would watch or no? I would. I think I would watch it. Watch the Taylor Kitsch one. Not the Netflix doc. Watch the serialized one. Then watch the actual documentary. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Hey, you know what I can't get enough of? Vanderpump Rules, baby. Can't stop, won't stop. We're mid-season right now, and the mid-season trailer came out. It was so good. I, like, gasped out loud. <laughs> this is true. Megan was, we were together. Um, it's It's so good. And then on top of it, like, I can't not listen to all the podcasts that, like, go with it. Mm-hmm. It's, I, it, 
it's just consuming my world. Mm-hmm. Wednesday nights are the best night in my house. Another Bravo show, Bravo adjacent because it's on Peacock. Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip has Who's a new season. Um, this has, see, you don't watch any of the shows besides like Orange County and Beverly Hills, right? There's a couple from Utah. Jill. Nope. That was last season. She's not on this one. That was last season. Girl, catch up. You got to catch well, up. I've heard her talking about it on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm glad she's not on it. I, I like Jill Zarin. <laughs> I didn't enjoy her on the last UGT. So you did watch that one. I watched when they were at two. Dorinda's house. Yeah. Bluestone mm-hmm. Manor. Yeah. Okay. No, mm-hmm. she's not in this on this mm-hmm. on this one. We have where Portia? are they on the trip? They're in um, Thailand. Oh, fancy. Which is a real step up from Bluestone Manor, <laughs> you know? I think I would be kind of pissed if I was in the Berkshires or wherever versus Thailand. Yeah. I don't know. Did they film that during, like, lockdown? No. They might have. Maybe. Anyway, it has Portia from Atlanta. It has a couple. It has Whitney and Heather from Utah. A couple gals from the Miami franchise leah from new york i can't remember who else is on it it's a good one it's uh yeah i enjoy it okay oh and it also has giselle and candace from potomac potomac's probably my favorite franchise so oh i I like seeing them anyway i love me a good housewife show finally in terms of series daisy jones and the six on Amazon. I enjoyed it. I cried. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I honestly think that even though I was born in 1975, I think I should have been an adult in 1975. Like I'm so drawn to that era for some reason. I just love it. So I very much loved like the clothing and the music and everything about it. I know it's supposedly the show is supposed to be way different than the book though. I didn't read the book, so I don't know. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, you didn't read the book either, did you? Uh, no, I tried it. It this did not work for me. Yeah, somebody said at the... I just saw somebody said, like, why did they change the ending so much? So I'm curious to see what the ending in the book is like. Mm-hmm. Because I like the ending of the show. Finally, I have two movies. Okay. One is the horror movie, Megan. <laughs> it's, it's streaming on Peacock, and it's terrible. Like, so terrible. Like, not scary whatsoever. But hey, listen to this. We went to the movies Saturday night. Can you believe it? No. We went and saw a sneak preview of the movie Air with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. And it's the story of how Nike got Michael Jordan. I loved it. Did you? It, it's set in 1984, so it has a fantastic soundtrack. Mm -hmm. It has all these... They show all these like clips of like pop culture stuff in 84 and it was like, whoa, I remember all that stuff. It was mm-hmm. bizarre. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I liked it. So when it does that actually this week it comes out in theaters? Yes. Oh, yeah. but you're watching. On Paramount Plus, I'm watching a series called School Spirits. And it is it's about ghosts. It's about there's anybody who's died in high school is still in the high school. Wherever you die, you're stuck in that location until you move on and so this girl has died but the circumstances around her death are unknown so she's kind of trying to solve this mystery and she's still able to connect with 
one of her still living friends. And so we see this juxtaposition of the people who've died in the high school who include like a guy who died in a football game and a girl who was murdered and a number of other people who died on campus for various reasons and the students who are processing the death and who may or may not be involved in the death. It's a it's a frothy little watch. I enjoy it. Finished shrinking. Loved it. Recommend it. I have one episode left. Don't spoil it for me. I won't. Okay. I'm watching Ted Lasso. We're only four episodes in, but three episodes in. I don't know. I've watched all the episodes are out. I think this is more reminiscent of season one than season two. I feel like it's getting back to like what Ted Lasso is. Yeah, but it's sad that this is the last season. It is. It is. Mm. But I'm enjoying it. That's a, that shit makes you feel good. I'm watching Not Dead Yet, which is network television. It stars Gina Rodriguez, who I love. Jane the Virgin is one of my all-time favorite series. And she's an obituary column writer, but the people she's writing about, like, she can talk to them. It's actually a very cute show. One of the better sitcoms I've seen on network television. Mm -hmm. And I started last night, The Big Door Prize. There are only three episodes out so far. What is that? And it is about this town where this machine appears in their little general store and it tells them their destiny so it like prints out a card with one or two words and some of them say things like magician and some of them say things like hero Mm -hmm. and it's kind of messing with them because some people are getting cards that are giving them these big lofty destinies and some people are disappointed and some of them are heartbreaking and every episode is told from the perspective of a different character but the whole town is in it And finally, as a family, we're watching all the competition shows. Survivor, American Idol, Shark Tank. Those are our family sit down and watch together shows. Nice. So you did start Survivor. I did. Recommendation. All in. I'm telling you, it's a good season. How do you like Yam Yam? He's our favorite. (laughs) Look at I told my husband, I go, Carolyn is gonna like accidentally win the show and not know how. You know what I mean? (laughs) She surprises me. I was like, oh, that was a good move. I know. Wouldn't have thought you had it in you. I know. I know. I I really enjoy this season. I love Survivor. Love it. Well, I'm gonna go next. Because you have nothing in this category. Uh, yeah, I haven't read Jack shit, so go for it. Well, I'm going to run through these pretty quickly. I read the Summer I Turn pretty serious. I don't recommend it. What Did you watch the show last yeah, year? The show's better. I'm sorry, Jenny Han. I love the P.S. I Love You series so much. This Tell me what you didn't like about me. Why? I feel like it was, obviously it's young adult. I love young adult, but it was maybe I would have liked it if I was 15 years old. I just didn't enjoy it. I was like, wow, I don't care about these people at all, but I kept reading because it doesn't line up perfectly with what happens in the book and the show has some additions obviously we've only seen season one i didn't love it or find it terribly believable or just didn't love it okay i did love a book called now is not the time to panic by kevin wilson it is about two teenagers who accidentally create this kind of worldwide satanic panic situation and the aftermath of that. Oh. Kevin Wilson writes these kind of off-the-wall storylines that you totally buy into. Yeah. Speaking of off-the-wall, the book Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt has alternating narrators, one of whom is an octopus, and I'm telling you, nope. it is such <laughs> a lovely 
story. It fills your heart with warmth. I could not have loved this book more. I have two books that come out this month that I read and would like to recommend. The first is In the Lives of Puppets. Do not read this book, Wendy. You would hate it. The writer is TJ Klune. He also wrote The House on the Cerulean Sea. TJ Klune's brain is so wildly creative. This book is about robots. It's kind of like post-AI insurrection, if you will, but it is not the book that you think it is. It is this very lovely world. Don't know how to describe it other than saying I would recommend it. (laughs) It's robots. It's family. It makes you think a little bit about the chat GPT of it all. Like, do we need all of this artificial intelligence in our worlds? But ultimately, another lovely book. And the other, real light, real frothy, from Abby Jimenez, is a book called Yours Truly. It is the follow-up book to part of your world, like the two best friends, one's in part of your world, one's in yours truly. I really love Abby Jimenez books. They're great, frothy spring and summer reads. And this was no exception. That's a lot of books. I don't know how you read all those books. I just don't understand. I have not read a book in like three months. (laughs) (laughs) And in fact, I actually just asked my daughter, I was like, do you think I should get a book for our flight? And she's like, no. <laughs> she knows me so well. She knows I'm going to sleep most of the time. So, yeah, I probably won't be reading a book. And I'll have to lug it around Paris with me the entire time. <laughs> get an audiobook. Put it in your ears. Yeah, I think I might do that. Now, do you have a recommendation for an audiobook that I might like? Mm. It needs to be in the vein of... The hot, sexy boy bander one that we that you oh, turned me on I to. Oh, then I do. Then I do. Yes, uh, it's on Audible. The book is Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. Nice. The description is: Sparks fly when a competitive figure skater and a hockey team captain are forced to share a rink. I'm into it. I'm into it. It's they're in college. It's fantastic. If you don't love this book, I will be shocked. Shocked. Okay. Okay, I'm going to, I'm noting it right now so I can order it. <laughs> Yay, exciting. All right, speaking of listening, what are you listening to? Well, speaking of Survivor, I'm listening to the new Survivor podcast. It's called On Fire with Jeff Probst, which, and I love me some Jeff Probst. Like, I loved when he had his own talk show. Like, I find him so endearing. I just, those dimples, I love him. <laughs> I love him on Survivor. I just think he's the best host ever for that show. Like, yeah. cannot be replaced. And on his podcast, you get a lot of like behind the scenes talk with like producers and how things are set up and what what happened and what we didn't see. So I enjoy that quite a bit. I'm going to need to give that a listen because I have so many questions when I'm watching the show. Oh, yeah. Definitely listen to it. Okay. Uh, The next thing I'm listening to is called Was It Real? The Hills Rewatch. This has like Heidi and Spencer and Brody Jenner and it's kind of, you know, I a couple months ago, I talked about Back to the Beach, and that's mm-hmm. a Laguna Beach re- with, like, former Laguna Beach cast people on it. Who, what are their names? Steve, Steven and Kristen. Anyway, this is basically what, it's the Hills one. Yeah, and Heidi and Spencer hopped all over that Hills rewatch. <laughs> yeah, they did. I mean, it. I don't know why they didn't think of it sooner, but these are shows I've seen time and time again. 
they're like a throw-on show for me just to have in the background. So I like listening to these rewatch episodes. Spencer's great on TikTok, by the way. I recommend him as a follow. He's a great guest on the Heather McDonald Juicy Scoop podcast as well. Look, I know there's a lot of Spencer haters out there, but I find him very entertaining. And he's grown up a lot. He's very funny. I am listening. No, I listened to a podcast. I completed it. It's called Earthbreak. It is a scripted apocalypse podcast. Again, not for you. It is about (laughs) one woman's journey after the alien apocalypse. Oh, God. And it's really just her. She's like creating this audio recording. And I don't really want to give anything away. But if you like scripted podcasts, if you like apocalypse shows, I was at the end of it. And I was like, the ending was as much as I could have possibly hoped for without erasing the fact that she was living in a postal apocalyptic world. I was like, I don't know what I wanted. Like, it is the apocalypse. The world is not what I want it to be anymore. But do you like that kind of thing? And it's voiced by Jenny Slate, who I oh, really yeah. like her. She's mm-hmm. great. So if you like that sort of thing, it's a quick listen. What's with you in the apocalypse stuff? I feel like I you like know. all that. Someone, I was reading a list of scripted podcasts that people were recommending and I went for it. Okay. I think there's a lot of apocalypse content. There's a market for it. People love it. it certainly is. It's not for me. No. All right. Let's take a quick break and come right back with Megan and Wendy approved. We're back with our approved items. And as a reminder, this is where we share something we've been using and loving. And we have two products from the same brand. Yeah, I did that on purpose. I, (laughs) my, my product inspired you. You did. I really like my product. And I was like, oh, hey, she picked that. So I'm going to pick this. So you go first. Mine is a skincare product from the brand Versed. It is the Dew Point Moisturizing Gel Cream. It is a facial moisturizer. If you have oily skin, I would recommend it. It dries down very nicely. My makeup sits very nicely on it. If you need a heavy moisturizer, this is not the moisturizer for you. For me, it is a daytime moisturizer only, but it's almost gone. I've used it and will absolutely repurchase it. Nice. Mm-hmm. I love this brand. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of items that I really like. I also have a Versed product. It's called the Daymaker Micro Crystal Exfoliator. Sometimes you, when you think of like a micro crystal exfoliator, you think it's going to be like real scratchy on your skin. Like an apricot scrub. <laughs> it's nothing like that. Uh-huh. It's so fine. And um, it's, I, I love it. It's like so fantastic. It's like creamy. It doesn't like scratch your skin, but gives a nice buff. It's a nice product. My daughter actually just recently used it too, because she was peeling from being in the sun. And I was like, hey, use this. Let's get all that dry. And it whoop, just took it off and it wasn't irritating. I... I'm a big fan. I love a physical exfoliator every night. Me and too. Me too. Good Sunday shower product. Oh, Sunday shower. Love you, Sunday showers. Yes. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. If you love this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. So hop into the Apple Podcast app, tap the five stars, and let everybody know why you like this podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.